Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Lotus Eaters, for I don't know, Monday or something. I'm joined by Dan. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about iDubs content copying himself. F in the chat. Yeah, I have no idea who iDubs is. What? Some, some Arab Sheikh or something. Are you, are you serious? It, am, I, am I really supposed to know? Who's yeah, it? you know. It's going to be awkward. Okay. All right, Mizzy. Yes, Mizzo. Yep, know him. We both know. Yep. Um, and also, merely pretending is not enough. You have to be fully retarded. <laughs> Commit. The, that's the news. Uh, it's going to be weird then. I've got to explain what iDubs is. It's going to be yeah. strange. All right. So, who is he? So iDubs has decided to content cop himself, which is a reference you don't get because you don't know who iDubs is, yeah. which is awkward. So iDubs... Funny guy. Used to be uh, good fun and would, uh, you know, chat S on the internet about someone on Kickstarter who had made some terrible product, for example. Right. Pretty good. So he's, um, a, he's, a, he's a sort of product reviewer, is he? Yeah. Uh, it's Once upon a time. And okay. then he started getting uh, bad unboxing, which is where people would send him stuff and he'd unbox it and it was bad stuff. Usually okay. dildos. Uh -huh. Because, you know, edgy boys back in 2016. And then he did Content Cop where he'd go after content creators and make videos about their content and be like, this is what's terrible about it. This is what's good about it. Stop doing this. And usually right, it, okay. it devolved into like, you're a really bad content creator. Your content's crap. You attract a terrible audience. This is not good. Stop right. it. And um, Fair enough. Then, then it kind of ended abruptly. And he stopped doing it. And then he started doing like random other stuff and then got into boxing and then started setting up uh, boxing events. What? You'd have a bunch not, of YouTubers. Not unboxing, actual, with, yeah. you know, fisticuffs, that sort of thing. Like, random YouTubers fighting each other, because the idea was, well, okay. you don't know who's good at boxing until you try. And um, So, back in the really early days of YouTube, it was, they used to get homeless people to fight, so it's a bit like that, except with except with YouTubers. Yeah, okay, all right, we're up to speed then. <laughs> right, okay. So, we'll start off just by mentioning something first on the website, being, uh, well, something relevant to someone offing themselves, which is Susan Wojcinski. She decided to uh, completely off herself at... Uh, I'm in the middle of a set. Like, okay, fine. There's there's a hangout Whoa. as well on uh, the website. Lots of good content. Yep, there you are. Go and check that out. I don't know when that's coming out. Anyway, let's just skip this. Just go straight to iDubs because uh, oh. iDubs instead. Well, he made this video a while back, like a few weeks ago or something now, where he's uh, whining about someone who was going to be on the boxing ticket, some creator. Okay. Uh, he got kicked from the event because he was friends with the devil, Hitler. So, Sam Hyde. Oh, okay, him, yes. Yeah. The he, ghost of Kiev himself. He was like, well, I, I love your work in Ukraine. I, I'm going to do some more stuff with you, Sam. And, and iDubs didn't take that lightly. Because, uh, well, the problem was that um, Sam Hyde makes fun of iDubs' wife. Because iDubs' wife does uh. porn. Okay. Yeah. This is this is the sad part about iDubs' career trajectory. Yeah. I never really cared. It's like, okay, you want to marry some basically porn star? She does OnlyFans. Is is it is it at least lesbian porn? I don't know. Right, I, but you can buy it. Yes, I mean, so, either way, it's bad. But I mean, there, there are there are scales to which you could descend here. Yeah, and um, I you know, guy I watch on YouTube has, has picked a girl who does OnlyFans for his wife. Um, I wouldn't mm. do it, but whatever. No, I don't care. Just keep making funny stuff. Yeah, I, except that. You know, Sam Hyde made fun of this, and then iDub seemed to take it very personally and says that he kicked off Froggy Imagine Fresh over here. Imagine making fun of a dude because his wife is a porn star. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yes. It's pretty, pretty, pretty easy uh, jab. And if you're the guy who married a porn star, essentially, and, and then is, is that mad about people making fun of that, 
I, what am I grow up? What are yes. you expecting to happen exactly? And, and, and maybe get a haircut if that's him, because I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe mullets are back. I'm not sure. Yeah, but anyway, he uh, it, he winds in here that Sam Hyde makes fun of I Dubs's uh, life because he married a porn star and that's embarrassing, oh. and therefore I Dubs gets all butt hurt, kicks this guy off his event, and then drama ensues. You can see the dislikes. People not very convinced with that being the reason why you have to kick people out. Oh my god, they made fun of your, your yeah. wife being a whore. And, and thank you, by the okay. way, for showing me how to get dislikes back on YouTube, because that is actually very handy. You need there's, to install an add-on, don't you? There's a plug-in you can do there, yeah. and then find that out. Mm. Anyway, um, wasn't very convincing, to say the least. Uh, I wasn't convinced. Y you kick this guy off, why? Because uh, someone made fun of the fact that your wife's making pornography. It's freely available. Wait, I, I, you can't sit there and be mad about that. Like, if you marry a porn star, you can't be mad that other people make fun of you for marrying a porn star. I mean, there's not even a based response to that, is there? I no, mean, it's just... just you, you've, you've lost before you've started. It's just sad. It's just sad that you're throwing a hissy fit about mm. that. But a lot of people decided to then take footage of iDubs from before when he understood how the internet worked and didn't throw a hissy fit. Is that the same guy? Yeah. And play it back to himself. So let's, let's play this clip. Someone just put it together of iDubs versus iDubs over here. Fucking quickly is that the arguments and the insults are fucking arbitrary. So you move on, you grow up, you continue, you blossom as, as a human adult. Do you think it's appropriate that, uh, I don't know, a 30-something-year-old man is publicly calling my wife a whore and a slut? If you're a woman and you make YouTube videos and you say, oh yeah, they call me cunt, well just realize that uh, if, if you want to identify the person who called you a cunt as a sexist, Realize that there are 10,000 other YouTuber males who get called a dick or whatever fucking other male-centric insult you want to draw from without batting a fucking eye. It seems really fucking sexist and, and creepy for you to be saying these things. This, no one needs to get policed. We don't need to get censored. This isn't... It's bullshit. This, the internet has survived just fine on vitriol and hatred. And, but, you know, keep in mind, people, this isn't the 99%, all right? The internet isn't built on a framework of hate and racial slurs and people calling women cunts, all right? This isn't, this isn't everyday life. I don't think Froggy respects sex workers. I think he has some really old, tired opinions about people who do sex work. I think he has uh, a lot of weird opinions as well about masculinity and shit. Why do I care? Very good point. He's got very old-fashioned opinions about my wife being a whore on the internet, so... I I still can't quite believe that's the same man in both yeah. videos. And, and and for me, the striking thing is from this is, you know, it, in, in the first one, the younger version, he's an incel, and he managed to go downhill from that <laughs> to cuck. In, in a weird way, yeah. Because he... he... <sighs> This is why I don't get, because some people say that, because the next link here is the video he's then released, which is him content copying himself, where he decided yes. he'd delete all of his content cops because they were harassment, and, and we'll get into that in a minute, but I mean, the, the big thing for me watching this is that he went downhill in the sense, so I don't go in after his images and stuff, no. his level of argumentation sucks balls now, yes. like he sits in both of these videos whining and ranting, sitting in the cock chair there, uh, in which he says to everyone that... Well, isn't it sexist 
Yeah. What you're saying about my wife that does pornography? He, he went. He went from angry incel with some level of insight as to some reality. Yeah. Like, and, and and he's gone down to desperate beta male cuckoid something like that. I but, I just I don't get it. I don't know what you're doing, man. Because yes. I I really appreciated the content over the years. Because he he sits in this video here. This right. this is the video in which he's deciding that uh, I've gone too far. I need to apologize. I'm sorry, boys. I I bombed Pearl Harbor or something. No, he didn't. He made he made some content. It was funny. It was entertaining. He made fun of people for making bad content, such as this. So he says uh, the biggest problem is that well, the biggest problem is that he sits and exaggerates what his content is because the content cults were literally like let's take the the most extreme one, the the outlier, the horrific one, Tanamongu, yeah. some beauty vlogger who makes stuff up, like her. Yeah. I, I I think she's the one most famous for literally she would sit and do story times. And the story times would be wildly exaggerated, obviously, because it's mm. YouTube. It's like, oh my god, I almost got kidnapped by the Uber driver. He took a wrong turn. And then asked for directions back to your house. You know, that kind of thing. Right. And um, she had said the N-word a few times. And she'd also said that he should break both his legs and lose all his subscribers. So, he went up to her and said the N-word in public. And she was very upset. Right. Point being, you also say the N-word, lady. Let's, let's calm down. Like, you're fake. Your story times are fake. Your personality's fake. Yes. Your fake outrage about racism and blah, blah, blah was all fake. And she ended up agreeing with him. She actually made a video. She was like, oh, you're absolutely right. Like all these clips of me saying the M word. My, my immediate instinct. Not with, not with an A at the end. My immediate instinct is to say something disparaging about YouTubers, but I'm sort of holding back on the basis that that's what we are. But it's also just like stock standard stuff and um, mm. correct. And well, Tanamongu should have learned from being crap at youtube that's what that was it was bad content making up stuff yes and so instead ian sits here and tells us about how he's learned and grown as a man and he's embarrassed about his old content and that's why he's deleting it all yeah i'm, I'm <sighs> not seeing any hints of that so far but I, I mean most critical made a point where he's like dude you weren't drowning puppies well, this wasn't puppy drowner episode three it was content cop it was mm. you, you're making bad content have a ticket haha <laughs> i'm dressed as a cop that was that was the joke very funny. Like, you made fun of people for bad behaviours and making low-tier content. Oh, wait, he's got seven and a half million subscribers. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm surprised you haven't seen him. Especially content cops. they got, like, I think the Tanamogu one got, like, 60 million. Something like that. Most of the YouTube videos I watch are basically old people discussing, like, Italian interest rates and okay. Argentinian Children crop entertainers and stuff like that. So it's, Yeah. Anyway. But, anyway, let's, let's go to the next one here. Because no one wanted to see us. No one wanted to see this at all. You have this guy here pointing out. So I don't even know I have the stomach to watch this. He's like his own little universe at this point. He thinks the standards are like Amazon's HR department is what being a mature member of society looks like. And his big whining in here is the, oh man, I harassed Hannah. I harassed all the other people when right. I made content cops on them. No, you didn't. I mean, number one, that's not what the definition of harassment is. But we'll get to that in a minute. So, so where, where is this guy from? Uh, he's American. Right. He does look sort of, you know, deep south type. These days, yeah. He's, yeah. he's done that to himself. But we got the next one here because we have iDobs here. There's a clip, drama alert put out that it's basically... I'm trying not to play the full thing because you can go watch it. It's like 30 minutes of him just whining. But this part here is the most relevant in which he decides to tell us as to why he has to disavow himself and his career. Uh, because harassment. I'm sorry. Let's, let's play. It's done a lot of damage. We, we can just let it... We can let it go. 
I'm sorry to everyone that I made content cop videos on. I, I still don't like the majority of you, and that's fine, but I can recognize that you did not deserve the hate and harassment that I sent your way. I, I particularly want to apologize to Tana. Tana, I'm sorry. I should have never made that video. I harassed Tana in person and then harassed her online, and that's deplorable behavior. It's so stupid. I'm also sorry to all the black viewers and minority groups who had to put up with that video and put up with, you know, the phrases. I, I said either it's all okay or none of it's okay. And that's just so dangerous and stupid. I have made content that I'm proud of over the years. It hasn't been as consistent as maybe I'd like it to have been. But, you know, there is a lot of content that I think had a net positive on the world. And, you know, I'm going to strive to continue on that trend. Uh, but again, I'm not, I'm, I'm absolutely going to continue to make mistakes, but I want the mistakes to be a lot smaller and a lot less serious. Okay, this is like a man trying to master the Jedi power of force growing a vagina on himself in real time. Maybe it's just kind of sad, really. I, it's just hmm. like the, the Tanamonga thing. I harassed Tana. He met her once in person to make a video in which he said the N-word in front of her to make just to get the clip of her freaking out so he could make yes. the point that she's a hypocrite. That's harassment in his eyes now. It's not. Definitionally not. It's not even multiple times of unwanted contact. The legal definition here. This is just... It's just nonsense. And he's like, I online harassed her. Uh, yes, I, I think I'm starting to see why this guy has, has, has stayed off my radar for so long. Yeah. It's like, no, man, you, you made entertainment for 20-somethings to bond over at university about how this YouTuber or that YouTuber was making bad content. Like, mm. calm down. You were not drowning puppies. Uh, you can see here as well. You may, you don't know, but his, uh, his, you can see, I'm not going to read that out, the bottom line there was his uh, most famous catchphrase because the point about profanity and that he was making in the video and always has done, which is that racial profanity is just profanity. Like, calm yourself. Like, yeah. what matters is the context, not the words themselves. Endlessly he made this point and has now decided, no, no, whenever you say it, a black person dies. Right. Presumably. Well, unless it's in a rap video, presumably. But then it's okay. Right. I, it's just, it's, it's weird to see his reasoning ability fall out of the window. And that's the thing that, that strikes me most about iDubbbz's dubs collapse. I saw a lot of people talking about this. He's talking about the fact that he got a Yoko ono from his wife. And yeah, maybe, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's hard to tell until a relationship. Apparently yeah. the Tanner video was her idea. It does sort of look like it, doesn't it? I, I, I can't uh, fault people for guessing that. But frankly, it's just his. It's not the problem with his content going bad. It's his ability to think that's just gone bad by the looks of it. You can see here as well. He also decided to donate the uh, money from that video to the most affected, being a trans woman of color collective. Which um, not really sure that's what the last word means there, but whatever. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, unless we're taking this stance, that that's not what the last word means, because that's not what the F word means. Trans people. I mean, you could argue that it's queer, but whatever. I don't know if you've seen this from Jordan Peterson. Don't think we can read it out. I think we have to. No, I don't know. I think I think we should just leave that up for yeah. people to uh, people listening. Yeah. Um, imagine what Jordan Peterson thinks a uh, trans person is. There we are. That's this. <laughs> yeah, but the gamer from Mars. I want to talk about because I don't know if you know his channel as well. He does a pretty good series where he's just like, "What happened to such and such?" And I, I recommend it for people who want to know what happened to some weird YouTuber. I've also missed this gentleman on the internet. I must say. But one of the things he speculated on that I've seen no one else talking about in regards to 
the kind of downfall of Ian and Content Cop, is that he mentions the apocalypse, and the apocalypse was not just about money. So the apocalypse being the all of a sudden yes. Vox and everyone else read some articles being like, oh, there's hate on YouTube. Oh, pull the ads, Pepsi. Don't you know you're being put next to white supremacy? Yeah, I always presumed that was the that was the cover story. Really, it was a, a get together behind the doors where uh, basically YouTube um, got together with big advertisers and said, I tell you, why don't you just shift the money over to, to big companies instead? Because what happened immediately after that was not just that a bunch of people pulled their ads and then YouTube got stricter with the ads. They mm. also decided that there would be was it preferential coverage for trusted news sources? Yeah, it's really bloody annoying because whenever I'm trying to research something on YouTube, all I get is like loads of CNN, CNN, MSNBC, and then you have to scroll PBS. past about like seven pages to find something interesting. That never used to happen. It was mm. only after the apocalypse all of a sudden that happened. Mm. It was almost like there was a deal behind closed doors or something like that. Well, precisely, yes, quite. Yeah. But one of the other aspects was that YouTube also got way, way, way stricter on what online harassment was. Right. Into the realms of nonsense. Because I think Carl's actually experienced this himself. If you make a reaction video or a response video back in the day, that's what it was, a response video, responding to your points. Mm. Points are bad, here's why. And then, all of a sudden, YouTube decided that a lot of that was harassment. You were harassing another creator because you were pointing out where they were wrong. Right. Except it would only ever go one way, of course. Yes. Only certain kind of political YouTubers could be harassed. So I'll just go on record and say, if, if anybody wants to make a video criticizing my content, I just don't care because I will never see it. No, they're harassing you. Hmm. That's what YouTube says. And it just so happens to coincide with about the same time that the uh, content cops stopped being made. So he speculated a little bit in there that whether right. or not it's actually the case that mm, can't really make this content anymore without being deleted, which I wouldn't be surprised by. There's also some speculation about, because like, Ian says, oh, it's, it's the audience that's a bit cancerous. Why? Because they like having fun. They'll say <laughs> the edgy words. That's cancer, is it? That's cancerous. It's unbearable. And... Um, you know, the Game of Mars also tries to make that argument where he's like, well, you know, I've, I've done things like that to try and get rid of a cancerous side of your audience. And yeah, there are cancerous audiences out there, that's that's for sure. I don't think people are having fun on the internet for the purposes of having fun with them. Yeah. And uh, I, I just... I, I, I have very recently started having a look at our own comments, and mostly they're all right, but there are a few cancerous little twerps in there. I, I'm 99% okay from what I say. Yeah. Like you very rarely just get anything that's actually cancerous. I think people massively over-emphasize... Yeah. Um, the, the yes. bad parts of their audience, usually because of the kind of people like Lindsay Ellis, who, uh, mm. who would have like five comments saying that she's bad and fixate on them to the point of quitting YouTube. And it's just like, <laughs> grow up. What's wrong with you? You know, take some old iDubbbz advice. I, it's the internet. I've actually been vaguely considering making a segment about the comment section where I just sort of go through it and pick out you know, the, the worst ones because... It's just a retarded thing to do though because... Well, I know, but... but, the, but that's but, the reason why. Yes. <laughs> Because you have people like Lindsay who did that, and she was like, I'm being bullied by my own comment section. It's like, no, lady, you're staring at the comments that you don't like and going, oh, my God, I, I, yes. I am in hell. No one likes me. It's like, because you're only looking at the thing that, yes. that doesn't like you, you moron. Well, I mean, there's even a guy on um, our own website, so, he, so he's a paying subscriber, who absolutely hates me. And like every time I put something up, he, he, will, he will tap out the most vicious you know, insults that he can think of. I is blood, that not the best thing ever, though? I That's... bloody love that guy. Yeah, I, I was going to say. <laughs> he's brilliant. And just I, it just it just makes me chuckle every single time. The, the mere idea that I would care about his opinion, it's it's just so funny to me. <laughs> I get the exact thought. When someone's that obsessed, I kind of just love them. Just like, yeah, hey, I know. yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> like, I, I went to the guys and got them to put a flag on his account to make sure that he never gets banned because I, I really enjoy seeing these comments crop up. Well, there we are. That's how you never get... No, don't, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> we will actually... Well, probably the website people. All right, but um, 
yeah, I just want to mention as well, because Ian makes this argument of like, oh, I destroyed these people's career with my content cop videos. We can go back to it. There you have it. There's the data. This is, I think this is Ricegum's uh, social blade. So yeah, w when people were pointed out that he was making bad content, you can see there are a few weeks where he loses some some subscribers, about 30,000, 40,000, something like that. Oh, that's that's subscriber. That's not revenue then. No. It's, it's, I was going to say It's obviously that's... nothing to him. It's 8 million yes. subs. And then afterwards, his career just grew immediately afterwards, like a couple of days afterwards, never mind the other stuff that he made. Everyone who had a content cop made on them didn't instantly die because Ian went, your content's bad. Yes. No, they were fine. Like, you, again, you did not drown any puppies. You're not ruining careers. No. What you made was some entertaining stuff. Yeah, and you made some rational arguments of, this is why it's bad, because low quality. And I just, the him to his sit there and act like he's, I don't know, reforming himself. I mean, out of what, exactly? Because I don't think you did anything wrong. Well, he didn't really start from a high bar, did he? But, but Well, just, yeah. I think it's fine. I think it's absolutely fine to make videos about people and be like, this is why your content's crap. Mm. And uh, necessary, in fact. But anyway, we got the next one, though. Because, I mean, one of the problems with Ian is just he doesn't make interesting videos anymore. I mean, like, Full Force was, what, like, three years ago or so? Mm. Something like that. Anyway. And then if you go to the next one, I mean, when was the last time we made good videos as well? Because, I mean, here's his social blade, which obviously right. has taken a nosedive since he released I Disavow Everything I Ever Made, which was, you know, just dumb. But also, he's never really gained subscribers for ages So he, he's trended down in the last 30 days by 232 million views. It's the videos he deleted, yeah. I told you, they were huge. Right. I, I'm still surprised you haven't seen them, but anyway, they're all, they're yeah. all unlisted now. So unless you have a link, you just can't see them. So, yeah. Great, thanks cool. Alright, we'll get the last thing here because I have to ask about this, you know, more cancerous audience thing. I don't really know what he's getting at because, as this person points out, this is so cancer why would you apologise to Tana? You were in the right and explained how you were throughout the whole video to the point she's literally agreed with you publicly. That is quite a good point. I mean, it's, it, I mean you couldn't get a better point. Which is like, yeah. if the person you were criticising comes out and says yeah, you were right, you can't sit there and be like Man, I destroyed the world with my content. Oh, I was terrible. Anyway, God deleted it all now. Gotta mm. gotta become someone who sits there and whines about sexism because I married someone who does porn and people point that out. It's just, it, it's sad to see, you know, a, a titan of the old era of YouTube go this way. It's, uh, it's horrible. I mean, there's the other thing as well. Like, what kind of people do you exactly want if your cancerous audience is so cancerous? Because if you're the next one, I mean, just do you want to be H3H3? You want his audience? No idea who this is. I, I just, I don't know why you'd want this. Like, someone who, so H3H3 used to be interesting and would make content that was fun and ended up disavowing Jordan Peterson as sexist, racist, blah, 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 blah. I mean, like, complete 180 of a human being who's trying to find the truth to NPC yes. in a matter of months. And Actually, I think I might have seen clips of this guy, but leftist um, ovoid soy boys just all sort of merge into one gestalt entity in my mind. Yeah. I, I think I, I might have seen clips of this one. I mean, point being, I don't think Idubs is going to do that because he doesn't seem to make anything except like mm. he's doing his fighting now. He seems to enjoy that. Okay, whatever. That's, that's you know, cool. I don't, I don't like celebrity boxing, but whatever. Um, but the idea that, oh no, my, my audience is cancerous. Why? Because they want to have fun on the internet. You know what I want instead? People who sit around and NPC eyes about how Jordan Peterson is destroying the world. Why? He doesn't think trans women are women. Well, Grow up. Well. Grow up, man. There's also, if you go to the next one here, we have uh, Critical just pointing out that this doesn't make any sense. Like, this is a clip in which he sits there and is saying, you weren't drowning any puppies. Like, why are you acting like you did something terrible? And then you have this moron here who's going, like, 
why did he say this? I'm actually lost for words. And it's got 16,000 likes. I mean, this is the audience you want? People who can't even follow basic logic? Great. Great. Good. Good, good news on your new audience. They're all retarded. Fantastic. We'll get the last one here as well, because the whole shit show was, was eventually made into him versus Sam Hyde. So what's Sam been up to? Well, he's he's gaining people. You can see here the guy who did full force with Ian is now, um, I think they started calling Fatty something, like Fatty Airsoft or something like that on uh, Shark Tank. Not Shark Tank. I forget the name now. On, um, yeah, Airsoft Fatty there. Uh, has joined Sam Hyde in, is, in the sorry, house. Is Sam Hyde boxing a man with Down syndrome or something? I, I don't know if he's got Down syndrome. He's just very fat. Right. Anyway, you can go watch Full Force. Still, this does look more like the sort of content that I could get into. <laughs> it's, it's way more fun. Yes. Either way, getting people because he's focused on the entertainment. You're making online content. Make it entertaining. I, I don't know what to say. And then we'll do the last thing here, which is just like... And Sam Hyde is also doing like S-streams where he just sits and talks about economics. Which are weirdly good. You oh, might I do enjoy that. This. Yeah, this might be more your your wheelhouse. But is, is he any good? Yeah, pretty oh, good. Okay. Oh, right. Brilliant. And um, blackpilling, but that's 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 the truth about American economies and the UK economy at this point. Yeah, fair enough. But we'll end off with the last thing, just being how Sam Piker, of course, is still haunted by Sam Hyde as well. I mean, presumably this is the realm in which Ian wants to join. Just people who are constantly in fear of Sam Hyde. What's he gonna do? Ooh, mm. he might disagree with you. You might say a naughty word on the internet. No one cares. Right. Who gives a crap? We're all going to die. Why, why do you deeply care about, oh man, there's this guy I don't like on the internet. Making I'm, I'm starting to realise there is a whole subgenre of YouTube, which is like, I don't know, su Suchu, Soytube or something like that, you know. Who are just scared endlessly yes. of people like Sam who are just, you know, being entertaining. Yeah. And then, okay. That, they seem to do remarkably fear. well though, don't they? Yeah. I mean, Hassan Piker is referring to Sam Hyde as a pedophile Nazi. He doesn't use his name. He just says the pedophile Nazi every time. But the thing is, like, it just clearly makes you obsessed. Well, Andy's gotten some school shooting, so there's that as well. <laughs> but it's just like Philip DeFranco at this point. Like, he refers to Elon Musk as Space Karen because he doesn't like him. And it's like, it's not, it doesn't make sense. Like, you're, you're just sat there being haunted by him in your life. You've lost it. You've completely lost sense of what matters. And this is the reason people don't like what iDubbbz has done. And right. I really hope he reconsiders. But... I don't know. I just wanted to talk about it because I used to really like iDubs, and it's uh, it's a death of a titan of the old YouTube era, and it's it's a sad day. But hey ho, you, you've uh, what's that Batman quote? Uh, you've a uh, die once, hero. Once you go, long cut, you don't go villain. back, or something. Okay. Now, uh, speaking of um, YouTubers, I'm going to have to cover one in this segment. So I'm I'm going to be talking about a right little shit burger called Mizzo. Um, who has been upsetting lots of people by, you know, lots of bad behaviour. He's been running into people's homes. He's been stealing their dogs. He's been screaming at people and asking them if they want to die. Um, chasing people <laughs> and asking them if they want to die. Going into libraries, taking books off people, ripping pages out and tearing it up. Going into restaurants, forcing his way into the kitchen and stealing and eating the food. And many other well-documented crimes. Now, he particularly... Well, there really is just a laundry list of public menace. Yes, like, yes, he, 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 is a, he is a nasty little character. I mean, th this is the video that, um, that really sort of propelled him into uh, the national consciousness. Let's have a look at this. James? Come to the front door right now, please. James? James? Yeah. 
Hi. You man, come. Hello, James. We need to speak to James. James. Hi. Hi. Um, that James. Is this Wait, where the study group is? Study group. No. What the number is this? No. Um, yeah, study group. Yeah, about five thirty. Come on, 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 come Gang of black teens find somebody's door open because she's sweeping the steps and force their way into uh, the home uh, where her children are uh, downstairs. And thank God the man of the house was was around to, to shoo them out. But he thinks that this was absolutely brilliant. And this video um, was... It's a funny prank, bro. Well, this video was so infuriating that lots of people shared it and um, he, he achieved some level of notoriety, which he absolutely loves. That's the reason he's doing all of this stuff. And there was, there was much, much more, which we show you some of. Now, originally, when I wrote this segment, I didn't include his name. I didn't include any of his vid videos. I was simply going to talk about it. But, you know, over the last sort of 48 hours, you now got Tory MPs who are retweeting some of his stuff. So I kind of think it's got to the point where actually he, he he's sufficiently out there that even though I know... Uh, that he wants this stuff um, to get a reaction. He wants to get his name out there. He's absolutely delighted. He's made videos talking about how happy the, the he is. train has left the station on this. Yeah, that that's that's essentially you know what I, what I'm going with on this one. And um, you know his um, his his little boyfriend who appears in lots of these videos um, was responding to people onto Twitter when 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 this sort of first came out, and he said, "Well, look, if you don't like our content, don't watch it." He simply couldn't understand that what they were doing was wrong. He seemed to think, well, you know, if, if, if it's, it's just a content thing. So, uh, I mean, this does actually make yeah. me think, just for a moment, how um, how do I put this? So, <laughs> think carefully. Because English culture has a very nice way of um, making societies that are nice and livable, such as you don't have to have a huge gated. Gate well, it's it's in in, in in South Africa. In South Africa, there would be a sealed entranceway, yeah. and they would make sure it's that you sealed wouldn't be able to time. climb over. Never mind, yeah. just open with your hand and then walk into the house. Whereas this this woman thinks that she can come out into a into for, a front for garden. centuries. We have not needed mm. such a thing. Um, we might now. Yes, if, if this is the culture of England. Well, there, there, I mean, of course, there is a subtext to all of his videos, and that is that you know. And, and I'll say it bluntly, he knows that he's in a protected class. He knows there is two-tier policing in this country, and he can get away with this stuff. Um, but there's more to it than this. And, and you'll see the, the subtext running through a lot of his videos that are going to be coming up next. He knows that you know that he is probably carrying a knife, and he knows that you're not. And he knows that if you use violence against him, and there is plenty of reason to use violence. I mean, not, it's not just home invasion. It gets way worse than that. Um, that if you use violence against him, that you're going to go to jail and he won't. There is an asymmetry in the law. And, you know, the, the, the way British law works is basically it depends largely on who you are. Your immutable characteristics determine the severity of your of your treatment under the law. So I'm always reminded of, of one stunning example. There was this guy who, and, and, and to be fair, he shouldn't have done it. But um, he filmed um, him in bed with his girlfriend. Now she was um, she was a she was a grown up. The sex was consensual, but he filmed it and he didn't tell her. And he got ten years in jail for that. And yet, a couple of years ago, we had a guy who was the gang uh, the, the leader of a of a of a, a gang rapists who raped children in North Yorkshire. Uh, but he was a Pakistani gentleman, and he only got three years in jail for that. So, you know, film consensual sex, 10 years in jail, rape children, three years in jail. 
So who you are absolutely matters towards the severity of, um, you know, what you're going to get in, in response. Now, he has actually at some point been arrested. So let's have a look at this. So this is a um, an article that was uh, put up in, I think it was February. It might have been at end of January, actually. Back then, he was um, he's made lots of videos where he expresses his dislike for the Jewish population. Um, and he um, decided to attack one Jewish man and jump on him and steal his hat. And um, that actually did elicit a police yeah, that's, response. That's mad, because it really is unlike the black community to dislike Jews. I mean, it's... Well, yes. Yeah. It shouldn't come up a lot. But but he learned something from that experience. And that was that um, basically you should leave the Jews alone because that will merit a police response. And his new favourite target is mostly uh, white women. Now, there's, uh, yeah, watch this video. This is him um, going up to a, a a couple of teenage girls, running his hands all over their face and asking them if they want to die, that he could that he could make it happen. Let's watch this. What? What? I'm going to show you from over there. I like your hair still. you got some nice hair. It's nice and luscious. I'm perfectly fine. We're going to die. Huh? Why are you just smiling at me? Oh. I asked him a question, a serious question. Do you know that? No. Why? Because you're touching him. Why? Because. You're gonna die. Huh? You sure? Yeah. I saw you from over there. You're just looking like you wanted to die. Hmm? <laughs> when did we look at you? Well, you was looking at me this whole time. Do you know that? No, bro. Oh, bro. Bro. Gonna die, bro. Bro, don't even answer that right now. This is serious, bro. You trying to answer the phone? Who's calling you? They can wait. They can wait, bro. Gonna die, bro, because I can take it out right now, bro. What's wrong? Huh? What's wrong? I can take it out right now. Do you want to die? Yes or no? Ha, yeah. speak. I'm talking to you, bro. Yeah. You don't want to die? Yeah. Swad me then. Huh? Swad. I lied to you, bro. I don't know why you're laughing as well, bro. Just I take it out right now. What a funny prank. Yeah, hilarious, isn't it? Now, I mean, he, that's him alone in this video, but of course his his whole crew is standing just off camera and, and they know that. So he's going up to, you know, teenage girls, running his hands all over their face, um, saying to them, do you want to die? I could take you out right now. This and, and this... I mean, this is already a crime. Well, quite, yes. Um, not not that the police have, have done absolutely anything about this. Now, I mean, what, what if this was, you know, some white skinhead going up to a young black girl and saying, do you want to die? They could take you out right now. The instant jail sentence. Yes, yes. Now, um, I, I will note that there are lots of videos like this of him going up to... It's one of his favourite things to do, to go up to people and um, say, do you want to die? I've noticed that there are no videos of him going up to black men and saying, do you want to die? And there is a good reason for that. Because, really? yes, because I, I, I think that he would get his comeuppance extremely quickly if that was the case. There is a video of him going up and harassing uh, an, an older black lady. And, and she's not having any of it. She basically immediately tells him that she's going to F him up and starts to come at him with her brolly. And he sort of backs off rather sharply um, at that point. But you see, and I don't care what anyone says, there are racial differences. And I know a lot of people say, no, all the same under the skin. But no, no, seriously, I've travelled all around the world and there are people react in different ways. And basically the problem Huge is... Huge cultural divides in London between the races, that's for sure. Basically, white people, um, when confronted in this situation, what they do is they attempt to have a conversation. 
they attempt to start talking to him. They start to they start to try and reason with him, and you know, say you know, you know, like that, like those um, you know, the young girls do. Like, you know, what's going on? Why, why why are you doing this? They try and have a conversation with him, because you know that, that that's how we, we respond to this. In fact, um, I'm always reminded of um, a friend of mine who lived in London, who who was in a shop, and um, a whole bunch of um, you know, young black guys were, were slapping this this white kid around the face, and and uh, my friend said to him, you know. Are you going to let your mates treat you like that? And he says, "No, I, I don't know these guys. I've never seen them before. They just came in here and started slapping me." So he intervened, and um, you know, basically got them to leave him alone. Anyway, he walks out of the shop, and they 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 sort of immediately close him off and form a form a circle around him. Now, luckily, my mate did not do the thing which is to stand there and try and have a conversation with him. He just gave them a very loud f off and pushed past and kept going. Right, and. As it happened, he was talking to. Um, he, he went to a dinner a few days later, and he was talking to a senior police officer. And the police officer said, "Yeah, you, you did exactly the right thing by not engaging in conversation, by just by just getting out of that situation and, and basically showing aggression and and but you know but just but keep moving because all the time things like that happen. And then what happens is you get stabbed from behind in 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 the arse, and um, normally it hits it hits um, was it the sciatic nerve and you are quadriplegic." And that happens all the time in London because, you know, uh, white people don't know how to respond to this type of situation. They tend to start trying to have a conversation. They start trying to reason it out and it doesn't work. Um, other stuff that he's done, he thinks that he's absolutely hilarious for doing this. Uh, hello. Hi. You got a nice dog? Sorry? You got a nice dog? She's lovely. She's, yes. Family dog. Don't run away. We ain't gang, whole lot of gangs. We are side. We are side. We are side. We are side. fucking dog. We are side every single time. They were just scum. Yeah, stealing an old lady's dog though. Well, it's, an, it's an old lady with a with a grandchild, and um, yeah, he steals a dog, runs off. And of course, what, what what can she do? I mean, even if she didn't have the grandchild with her, she wouldn't be able to. Uh, she wouldn't be able to respond to that. She can't. She can't chase him down. Um, Mate, now, everybody hates this guy. Um, I, I I noticed that um, in looking at the responses to these videos, that the uh, all, all the black guys who are responding to to this little weasel. They all go straight to this guy grew up without a dad, so they they are they are seeing through um, what's going on with this uh, this little scumbag straight away. They're they're not having any of it. Now you might think, okay, so he's only he's only got in trouble with the police um, when he went after a Jewish guy and assaulted a Jewish guy. But otherwise, you know, they they seem completely unable to do anything about this. But they know who he is because they have arrested him that once. And actually, there's a more recent video where they decide that uh, they're going to give him... Uh, but he's also filming the crimes. Yes, yes, this there is, is that. I remember yes. when I was at um, secondary school, a couple of girls went down to the local town, stole a bus, uh, drove the bus back to my town, crashed into a wall, filmed mm. it, and uploaded it to YouTube. Uh, arrested the next day, obviously, because it was mm. on YouTube. Yes. I think you could still go see it. Oh, and he's been doing this for months and months. But that's what I mean. Like, I yes. remember when that happened, and it was like the first time in, in my life or uh, people in that town were like, oh my God, why would you film something and put it on the internet? What a, what a moronic thing to do. And then, well, well, it's right there. Yes. This is the easiest open and shut case you could ever have. Well, should we, find, just... should we find out how the police actually treat him? Sure. Let's watch this. Yeah. 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 Ye
to leave. On today's so that's how the police are dealing with him um how are you mate you're right you're doing okay oh thanks for talking to me oh you're not under arrest you can go anytime you want so, so this is this is how the police are dealing with him. Now, look, I don't know who that particular officer is, and 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 maybe he's a very effective police officer and he's a lovely chap, but he comes across as uh, a complete wazzock in that in that uh, particular clip. And look, I, I don't I don't know his name, so I'm going to call him Sebastian Soyface, and he's probably a um you know a geography graduate or something like that. Now, I'm sure that Sebastian has done all of his uh, diversity, equity, inclusion training. I'm sure he's been grilled many times on uh, the McPherson report. And uh, effectively, the Met Police these days, they have been completely gimped because they know that the highest priority of the police is not crime, uh, especially in the Met. It's appearing to be not racist. It is all about not offending the sensibilities of senior officers and politicians. And senior officers and politicians, they can't tell the difference between decent taxpaying blacks and scum like this. So they think that in order to be anti-racist, they need to suck up to guys like this. They need to be pro-scum. That, that's their rationale. And that is why, in London, um, knife crime is soaring. You know, black-on-black violence is, is an epidemic. And it's because, of, it's because of the priorities of senior police officers and politicians, and now the, the force is, is occupied by, you know, people like Sebastian here, because, you know, the police, they used the, to... The doctrine is to treat all racial minorities with kid gloves because, oh, we yes. wouldn't want even, to be accused even, even the, Yeah, even, even the criminals. So, and, and it, it is the worst thing for the black community because the black criminals basically know that they, they learn after a while they can get away with it. And, you know, the police, they used to have lots of um, extra military guys in them. And the Tories, they decided that they didn't want that. They wanted to get rid of it. So they're all graduates now. You have to be a graduate to, to become a police officer. Uh, the uh, the ex-military guys are out. Now, I pose this question to you. Why do you think the state doesn't want ex-soldiers um, being police officers? Why do they want people who have been indoctrinated into liberal ideology? And also, who would you rather have protecting your street? The ex-military yes. guys? Yes. Or someone who's been to university? Well, clearly, it's not to keep us safe. It's because they want police officers who have been indoctrinated into an ideological agenda... Because they want they want people who will enforce that ideological agenda, right? And um, you know, if if that guy, um, that if that officer was was ex power or something, that encounter would not have gone down like that. You know, this guy would be getting um, dealt with very very differently. I'm going to give you an image here. This was something that was screenshotted from uh, within the police. So you know, here they are talking about um, how they can uh, how they can arrest people, how they can deal with people, and they've got a segment on hostility. Hostility. We do not need to prove hatred. Right? There's no legal definition of hostility, uh, but they can use this to to go after people. Now, when they say go after hatred, what do you think they mean by that? Well, it's it's all about going after people who don't subscribe to this liberal ideology. Those are the people that they've got in their sights not criminal scum like this. And I think it's important to understand, 
the, the police, are, they're not there for your protection or for the protection of your loved ones. They are there to enforce the will of the state. In fact, literally, if you look on, if you look on the government's budget, the, um, the police, they're included under state protection. Not citizens' protection. Not protection of the public. Protection of the state. That, that's what they're there for. And I know that these absolute wazooks are, you know, looking at... In fact, they're more interested in people like us. And I know this because when I first started at the Lotus Eaters, I'd been there about two days, and then I got an, a notification from LinkedIn saying, oh, um, uh, loads of people are looking at your profile. And I went and had a look at who, and it was, it was about a dozen people from the Met Police had been nosing around my profile. Cool. Yeah. Now, maybe it's because they're fans of Lotus Eaters, or maybe it's because they've got a unit who is just itching to go after people that they perceive as being vaguely on the right and gatch them as soon as they say something that could be interpreted as a crime. I mean, we see it almost daily. I, I know we covered a couple of stories now where a bunch of Christian preachers, just as like a street version of that, like Christian mm. preachers keep getting arrested for quoting the Bible right. because the Bible is homophobic. Yes. And then they take them to court and of course they lose every time. But they still go out and still arrest them. They've never arrested, of oh, it's, course, it's, well, it's, a it's, single it's, imam. It, it's, it's their priorities. And, and the police have become a complete mess. Now, it just so happens that I, I know an officer in the Met, um, lovely lady I met years ago through, um, through circumstances, and we've stayed in touch. Don't tell the lovely little lady wife. But um, every so often she, uh, she feeds me stories about um, what's going on inside, uh, inside the police. And some of the anecdotes I hear are just, are just bloody remarkable with a new crop of officers coming in. So... Um, the other day they had an officer who who was sent out to a job um, in, a, in a pub and the officer didn't know what to do upon going into the pub because they had never been in a pub before. Hey. Seriously. An officer was sent to a pub who had never been into a pub. And you, you can, was he six? Well, it, like, <laughs> so, 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 I mean, her, her reasoning was presumably a, uh, that uh, this officer's parents weren't um, pub people. And then, of course, their whole university thing was largely under lockdown. So they didn't really get to experience that, and then and then they're sort of a nineteen-year-old officer because you can you can go in at the you know sort of young age these days. They don't require life experience, and so you can have officers turning up to jobs who have never been in pubs. Another one that uh, that, that uh, got told to me was um, a bunch of a, a thing that police do a lot is going out to um, um, the scene of a death. So not necessarily anything, um, not not necessarily a murder or anything. Somebody who's died in their house or something. They they do a lot of you know attend, attending to that. Anyway, so they were, they were in one of these. And, um, you know, they're, they're processing everything they need to do, waiting for the coroner to turn up. And they get a knock at the door. And um, little PC Tiffany, Tiffany's um, dad is knocking on the door saying, uh, oh, she doesn't like it here. She's, she's not comfortable. So, so I've, I've come to take her home. So, she, so one of the police officers had rung her dad to get him to come and take her away from a death because she, she found it upsetting and didn't want to be there. You know, the, like an intern. Yes. Again... If they were still recruiting ex-military people for these roles, that would not be happening. You know, do, do you feel safe with this sort of thing that's going on? Um, it, it gets bloody worse than this, though, because I, I, don't, I don't want to just rag on the police. I also want to um, poke the Conservatives. So this was a Conservative MP who responded to this. So this is Paul Scully MP. And his reaction to, um, you know, this guy going up to um, teenage girls and saying, do you want to die? I could make it happen, is as soon as the online safety bill goes, the hosting of this video will be illegal. But before, it's against most platforms, T's and C's. TikTok don't need to wait until then to do the right thing with this guy's account. Right. So, so the Tory, Tory MP's response is not, 
oh, this is a crime. Let's arrest this guy. Let's get. How this- do we improve society so we have less of these human beings? No, or even it, it, it is straight to how can we hand more censorship power to the state so people don't see what's going on? I love Ukraine. I mean, I'm sorry to bring that up, but just every goddamn time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's yeah, he's, no, no, he doesn't, he doesn't bother with a British flag. You know, that, that's, that's old fashioned. He goes for a, a Ukraine lovely, flag. What's the weird argument there? It's already against the terms of service. But you know what? Let's make it a crime. I, do, I don't care if it's on YouTube. In fact, I, I quite, I quite like that it's on YouTube because it, it demonstrates the level that London has fallen to. Yeah. I agree. But, but, but he's the other, he's exactly the other way around. agree with this bollocks that you should be destroying this stuff from the internet because that'll stop it. Okay, it's already against the terms of service. It should be deleted. It will be as soon as the moderators get round to it. But no, 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 we'll make it illegal as well. No, no, we... I, right. I just need more power. Why? Well... The, the, I mean, there, there is nothing about either side of this. He's, he's already committing crimes. The police could intervene, but they don't. And he's already committing things against the T's and C's. So, in fact, none of this is necessary for a new online safety bills. But he wants it not to go after guys like this, but to go after guys like us. For the Lotus Eaters. That's why he wants it. Anyone who is critical of of the British government, and it, it reminds me of those eco protesters, those guys who were out there gluing themselves to roads. Again, that was already illegal. No new laws were necessary, but the police got the instructions from the top down to when people went onto the road to basically protect them for several hours until we can pass a bill to yes. ensure that we have more power. Yes, and then arrest them. And, and they've done it now. They passed the new um, public public order bill, and pretended but, uh, you, like you, that was the thing they needed. Yes. Whereas they could have already done that. And so what used to happen with these eco-protesters is they'd go and sit on the road for about three hours and then they'd arrest anyone who tried to remove them. So you've got a, a, a white, white van guy, pulls up, tries to drag them off the road. That's the guy that gets arrested. And then after they've been there for about three or four hours and inconvenienced people and they've got all the footage and they've upset people, then they use the existing laws to take them away. And it was all to build support for the new public order bill. And here we've got exactly the same thing from the I mean, Tories doing the same thing, trying to use this for internet censorship. So um, I'm not impressed. Um, speaking of Tories, let's do the uh, the promotion for this uh, for this segment. Let's go to uh, we, we're doing we're doing more Rumble exclusives because obviously um, YouTube has um, has gone bad, and um, you know we, we're we're probably not long for it. So come and follow us on the uh, on the website. Um, and and if you are going to uh, to not go to the website, which you can because you can sign up for an account for free on the website, um, at least watch everything on you on Rumble, uh, where we have increasingly we have Rumble exclusives, and you also find that you know you're not getting three segments a day regularly from us anymore on uh, on YouTube because um, a lot of this stuff that we are putting we're keeping just for the website, we're keeping for Rumble. Now this one is uh, something that Carl did, uh, Carl and Bo, I think, and it was um, basically addressing the issue on immigration that we were never asked. So um, yeah, that, that that's something to look at. Now, I've I've got to say, when it comes to immigration, personally, I'm not against it in totality. I think a moderate amount of of immigration is is probably a good thing. I I kind of hate how that's always the conversation we have first thing. Like, there's someone over here mm. arguing for the shogun's position, whereas like no one shall land, and if they shall, we shall execute them on sight. No one's arguing that. Ever. Well, I don't, I don't mind I don't, if people want to make that argument, no, but, but I mean, per, per, personally, I'm not. But it's always, you know, you notice yeah. it though. Just yeah, right, I know, it's like, I know, well, I'm I not for the shogunate position. Yeah, I know. It's like, as if that I was know. on the table. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But but I, I happen to think it's, it's a little bit like um, you know the difference between iron and steel. You know, mm. the difference between iron and steel is three is two percent carbon. So so I don't know. Maybe maybe two percent immigration. I, I could maybe live with that. Right, but not, but not the situation that we've got to, and that's what this video addresses. And I, I just sort of pose this question, right? Let's say um, 
Those are British families. They decided to go out to Tokyo. And um, despite being only 7% of the population of Tokyo, they started committing 45% of the crime. Right. What, what do you think the Japanese would do? Uh, this happened. In response to that. I don't know if you remember. Um, oh, there, was, there was a refugee welcome moment in Japan. And uh, it really was a moment hmm. because uh, 50% of those who came, it was like 20 people or something, were um, refugee crimes is what I'm going to call them. Right. Just safety reasons. And oh, so it wasn't, it wasn't British families then? It was, uh, no. Um, no. They, right, they okay. instantly shut down the program and deported everyone involved. Yeah, it's because the Japanese, they, they have rejected multiculturalism. You know, they, they have decided to be constitutionally an ethnostate. Um, but, you know, the Western elite, they are, they are multiculturalists through and through. And, um, you know, here in Swindon, you've only got to walk down the road from here and, and we are inundated by the dinghy people. Yeah, the hotels. Yeah, the hotels. All the, all the hotels in, around here have been booked out by the British state to to, to home uh, the dinghy people. You know, I was looking at... The, that's the illegal immigration, right? Mm. I was looking at the ethnic map of Swindon the other day. Just mm. check that out, because you can go right down to your postcode now and find out what it's like. Um, where I live, 60% Asian. Mm. I don't know how that's happened. Yes. We're, we're not talking Chinese, of course. We're talking the Raj. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean... Swindon, middle of nowhere, 60% Asian. Yeah, I mean, and 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 you and you make that distinction there on on the sort of the legal and the illegal illegal immigration. I can guarantee those guys in those hotels they have British passports in about three years. Yeah, because because they'll, they'll become legal. Yeah, because you know that that is that is the you know the establishment you know Tory response, which is to say, oh, don't you know they're uh, they're as British as we are, and um, look, just to prove it, I'll give them a British passport, and there you go, they're just as British as we are. It's like, well, yeah, but. We we were never asked. We 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 don't want that. It's like, well, yes, but uh, you no know, no foreigner would recognise them as British. Yes, I mean it. Yes, I mean even their own logic falls down because to be yes. a thing, you have to be recognised by the internal and the external. Yes, and you can't like even if they're mm. sitting there kidding themselves that internally they recognise. So British. so there is, there is maybe an exception for America on the basis that you know that, that immigration is a, is a more natural thing for them for with their origin story and stuff like that but that's it's just, but it, that's just cope well yeah we're I not mean, an ethno state yeah, we believe in things but but it, but it's, it's, like, but, it's okay. but it's but it's it's not the case here but the, again the Tory establishment of line for that is going to be oh well it makes the line go up it makes JDP go up it's like well well no it doesn't i mean that that, <laughs> that tiktok videos go up yeah, it <laughs> It used to be the case that immigration made line go up back in the early 90s when the immigration that we were getting actually was, you know, doctors and architects and engineers. Luxembourgish bankers. Yeah. There, that actually did make line go up. But basically, since 1997, and they've opened the floodgates, um, no, it doesn't make line go up anymore. It's actually a net cost. The The figures clearly demonstrate that. And then the Tory response is, oh, well, you know, that yeah, that might be the case, but uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to censor you so that you can't talk about it. Like, oh, right, okay. And then and then the follow-on Tory response is going to be, oh, uh, and by the way, you have to vote for me because all of these things that I'm doing that you don't like, Labour is going to do all of them as well, only slightly faster. So therefore, you have to vote for me. Right, and, and, and that's basically what it is. That, that is going to be the next election. It's like the Tories deserve to be wiped out for this, but they won't be because... Uh, loads of people will vote for them on the basis that Labour are ever so slightly worse on all of the things that you don't like. So, in summing up, screw you, Mizzo, and your little boyfriend. Um, screw you, Met Police, and stop looking at my account because you're not going to get me. And uh, screw you, Tories, I'm fed up with a lot of you. If that's reasonable. How do I agree on everything? Yes. Anyway. Mm. You've got something to cheer us up? Yeah, kind of. Oh, good. Kind of, yeah. 
So merely pretending to be retarded is uh, not enough. You you need to actually be retarded. Is, is right. when if you want to be part of the modern left-wing journalists class, you have to actually be retarded, my friends. Just I, I thought, I thought the meme was never go full retard. But well, I'm here today to advocate the opposite. Right. Um, go full retard, my leftist friends. <laughs> Otherwise, you won't fit in. And I'm, I, I think I can prove it as well. Because yeah. uh, we'll start off just by promoting something on those years, being the Origins of Intersectionality podcast, in case you want to really learn how to go full retard. But otherwise, we shall begin. Because I saw an article that has blown up. It's, it's a couple months old. It uh, blew up out of nowhere, because um, it's pretty stupid. As you can see here, why waking up early is rooted in white supremacy. I, I mean, I, I'll give you a minute just to try and riddle that, if you can. Because... How? <laughs> you know, um, people who aren't white, they don't wake up. They just sleep. Right. They're all Mexican. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, usually people say, don't just read the headline. See, with stuff like this, you kind of can. I'm going to make the argument. <laughs> and decide. Did, did, did you actually read the article? <laughs> yeah. Uh, most people responded with just the headline and then made a meme, which, you know, accurate response. We go to the next one there. You can see right. you know, alarm set, hate crime at seven hours and 25 <laughs> minutes. And then, uh, then, then the alarms don't actually wake up. After the hate crime. I'm going to actually probably rename in my phone my alarm to hate crime now. I don't know if you can do that. Well, that's also hate crime AM. So there we are. We Mind you, that would conflict my, my 4.30 alarm. What's that? Hate crime. Oh, more hate crime. Yes. Okay. So, so, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Be sexist at two, yes. racist at five, yes. transphobic at eight. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, no, feds and Met Police, I, I don't actually do that. No, don't check my phone. Mm. <laughs> but we'll get back, because that's, that's the natural response, which is... Fine, and we're just gonna just gonna have a touch because I think I All think right. you've got the point already. You don't yeah. have to do much with what could possibly be in this article. But I mean, full retardation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty blackface. I do um, like the photo though of uh, Robert Downey Jr. over there. Mm. But anyway, they, they're right in here. Just side note, because of course, what does white supremacy mean? What it means English. Um, in Western in the Western world, the person writes, this belief has been strongly influenced by Protestantism and the pro Puritan work ethic. This work ethic has long been considered an essential component of the American dream. So yeah, almost like America's an ethnic state from Anglo-Saxons, and that's uh, something you have to stop coping over and accept and okay, try I mean, and preserve. Okay, okay yeah, but the, the Protestants do have a strong work ethic. Yes. But, but the Asians do as well. Mm-hmm. But this is the point about American dialogue. They're like, when they say something's white supremacist, they just right. mean English. It's not Italian. Right. Oh, I see. It's not right. Spanish. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, God, that was Spanish. You know what they do? What hard work. Endless. <laughs> Middle of the day, you can't stop them. They're out in the, out in the midday sun. Carry on working. Yes. Mad dogs and Spaniards. Yes. I think that's how that song went. Anyway. But she goes on to then make some BS claim that the slave owners made the slaves work more by waking them up in the morning um, because... Yes, <laughs> Because they were white supremacists, you I see. Mean, I mean, I, I agree that slavery is bad, but... Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, the real reason slavery was bad was because of wake up and sleep in. They, yeah, they wouldn't let right. sleep in. God, most most slaves in the rest of the world got a yeah. lion, whereas slaves in North America, oh, unbearable. Yes, you, you could you could imagine would come round with his whip and wake us up in the morning. It was it was murder. You, you could just imagine that the much much larger Arab slave trade. You know, lovely it was, little lion. Yes, <laughs> lovely lion. Every morning, you know, you get a slave from America and one from Saudi Arabia. Get the meat. They'd be like, he doesn't know you stay in. <laughs> Stingy bastard. I mean, I don't have a cock and balls, but you know, at least I get to lie in. <laughs> yes. And in case you're wondering, they they would to their slaves. That's why there's no blacks in Saudi Arabia because mm. um they didn't keep them. Uh, she then goes on to try and 
justify this because the the justification was discipline or something. That's mm. that's what the reason for the wake up calls. Are she, we still talking about slaves, or are we just onto normal people waking up early? Slaves still, right? Um, okay. She, they don't provide a source to any of this, right? Just, I might source. I made it the heff up. To be fair, I th- I think it is uncontested. I think the reason you'd wake up a slave is to make money. Yes. Not because... We're not defending the institution of slavery. No, but, you know, if I was we, we, to be a slave owner, We're just puzzling just as to why... Achieve my dreams. I would... Uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I actually did think about buying a slave. I told you about this? What? I had a couple of travel ideas. Re- oh, go on. All right, don't, they're better than you think. Okay. Right. This is still YouTube safe. So, okay. number one... We're, we're skirting the line. <laughs> this is this is very close to becoming go a to Rumble China. exclusive. Go to China, go to Manchuria. Okay. And of course, there's quite a lot of North Korean slaves, mainly sex slaves. Oh, And uh, yes. what you do is you buy them and then you set them free. Okay. That didn't go where I because, thought it was going to go. Because I'm it? British, not a fucking Saudi. So, <laughs> anyway, but she uh, she says in here that there was justification uh, for waking up in the morning was, was for discipline and Protestantism and white supremacy. Okay. I, I think it's for money. Um, whatever. And then the article just concludes out of nowhere. After whining about slavery, yes. that the nine to five work is is not very fun. Nine to five is not a very good way of working, which is right. not where I saw this guy. And um, yes, but the whole the whole reason people do nine to five is because then if you know, assuming you've got a business and you're not a completely isolated one, you deal with other businesses. And if you have a nine to five, everybody's have to have in the regulated. office at the same time, and then you can make phone calls to other businesses and you can buy things. And you can sell things. Yeah, but the conversation isn't really about a nine to five, right? Because the conversation was about waking up's racist. So I had to wonder. How, yes. Hang on, what the hell am I reading? How is this real? Because if you got, go I, I, I am dropping off the logic chain at several points here. Yeah, because you got the next one here, and the author again here. They're whining. I am currently the target of an alt right harassment campaign. Thanks, Elon Musk. I, I mean, most people just laughed because what the hell is this? So this is an article with one like and 13 comments. Yeah, so... the last one had like 200 comments or something. But yeah. at this point, upon seeing that, I became suspicious. Yes. I don't know about you. Um, does this look real to you? Is this real life that we're looking at? Oh, I can't tell anymore. No. So I, I did a reverse search on the on the image and of uh, the, yeah. the profile picture. Nothing. Nothing came up. So I right. looked up the name. I tried to see if it was an anagram for I'm stupid or something like that. Nope, nothing. Nothing mm. there. No leads. And then I started thinking, is this a chatbot? Am I reading the ramblings of a woke chatbot at this point? And I th- I, I'm convinced yes. Because let's check out the other articles that this so-called Anthony over here has written. 50 claps on this one. How racism is ingrained in the public school system. I mean, you can you don't have to know what's in the article. You don't even really need to know the headlines at this point. If you just want yeah. leftist talking point, turn it in your own head. Just make something up, and you end up with the kind of crap this uh, supposed Anthony has written. Yeah, to be fair, I'm pretty sure I could, after reading the the headline, I could read the, write the rest of the article myself. Yeah, I just just. <clears throat> well, I mean, I'd, I'd actually probably just get Chat GPT to do it for me, to be honest. Yeah, we get the next one here. Some more. Uh, the racist legacy of American suburbia. I've heard this a million times. Did you know there used to be places in America where black people couldn't move to because of lining and districts? Yeah, I know. Everyone knows. Yeah. And kids know. Everyone gets taught it in school in America at this point by the seams of it. You get taught little else. I, I just... Like, I ended up doing the civil rights movement uh, at A-level history. Actually, at, at the GCSE-level history, not my A-level. Yeah. Where we sat and read about the entire American civil rights movement. And right at the end of it, one person in the class did say... So what happened in the UK? 
And then all of us realised, oh, I have no idea. Yeah. I literally no concept of what happened in the UK with race relations between the Second well, World I, War I and I probably now. went to school like 20 years before you did, but even, even in my day, it was all, we did the Russian Revolution, American Civil Rights, and the Holocaust. And that, and that was basically it. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's just such a weird thing, especially when you're British. It's like, we studied the American Civil Rights Movement and race relations, ad hmm. nauseum to the point that I know about the Supreme Court arguments about yes. Little Rock, but I know nothing of my own land. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems ridiculous. And that's, that's what yes. I mean. Everyone and their mother knows about this. It's a waste of time. Uh, should we tech out? Should we, should, we, should we run the wheel? Should we play bingo? What other opinions do you think it has? <sighs> I, I, I don't know. The coffee is inherently racist or something. No, trans women are women. Because, of course... Yeah. No, it's 50-50, isn't it? See if you've got to do with race or gender. Trans women must be allowed to compete in women's sports. Yeah, I mean, the most weird right. position of progressivism. And I'm like, I um, I don't know. I don't know about you. I, I'm reading a chatbot, is my opinion, at this point. I don't it, think this is real. It, I mean, it does sound like it. None of these articles have any links. There's no sources. There's no, yes. here's why this is true. No, it's just standard boilerplate insipid leftoid Leftoidisms. Yeah, and if you, if you want proof, I think the last one has got to pr- convince those of you who are disbelieving in the audience, disbelievers, come to me. Why SpongeBob is sexist? I mean, this this has to be a chatbot. I know, I'm sorry. I don't think Anthony exists. Anthony is not real. I'm putting a bounty on Anthony's existence. Someone can prove it to me. I'll pay you a bounty because this ain't real. This isn't real life. So, I mean, serious point here, but. This is something that I, I started to think as soon as I started seeing AI produce content. Because yeah. I thought what it's going to do is it's going to displace established businesses. Because you've got something like the Huffington Post, which has massive outlays. It probably employs you know several hundred people. And it's got all of this overhead, but you can now replicate the entire thing with a prompt. So sooner or later, somebody's going to do that and then, and then basically capture the market of Huffington Post with their nonsense, but with a fraction of the cost and make all the money. Yeah. Right. I, I think we're living it. I, yes. th- I think we really are living it at this point. I mean, what a shame. I mean, what a shame if Huffington Post and Vice and oh, sure. the other ones, you know, they all cease to be because... What a, what a hilarious circumstance if all of them went out of business and then all the leftists in the world were sat there reading content and could be woke up with a, such a simple a realisation as a f***ing chatbot wrote everything I've ever read. You see, the, the, the chatbots, they couldn't do that with us at the Lotus Eaters. Because if you try and put any of our talking points into the AI, it, it, it basically says, well, now, hang on a minute. We, we've got to add some important context here. And, you know, even though the stats... As an ethical chatbot, I cannot yes. give you the opinion of the Lotus Eaters. <laughs> because, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's literally drugged up for that purpose. Yes. So I... I... So we, we're all right. <laughs> uh, as you can see here, I mean, the SpongeBob is sexist thing... I understand 100%. 100%. This is a chatbot at this point. This, this is not real yes. life. I, I just can't believe you are this retarded. And I tested it because I went to chat GPT and just asked it to write an article about why SpongeBob is sexist. Perfect. There you are. You can read it in your own time. It's all crap, obviously. Right. Is that, is, so that in the re- is that in the reading links, is it? Yeah. Right, yeah it's okay. just an image there of just chatbot GPT. It's just, just giving me the crap. If you can leave it there. There you are. It's um, lack of female protagonists. I, th- I think in the previous one, he did actually whine that... Sandy wears a bikini, and that's sexism because it makes Sandy look like a girl. Yeah. Um, Didn't think of that, did you? Yes. 
racist. Well, unless it's Lizzo or something, in which case, you know, <laughs> yeah, wandering oh, yeah. around in underwear. So the, the article that ChatGPT produced, is does that hit the, the, the same key points as, as this one? Not exactly, because that's not right. how the program works. You you can't ask Oh, it, yeah, it doesn't, to, it doesn't, it's not, it's, it's all generated, it's not yeah. formulated. But the but, argument's just as, as um, right. BBC. They're of a par, right. Dot news, as you would expect over yeah. there. So there's that. And, um, well, you can't even say that it, it, it's not real, because, I mean, as we have gone through i mean merely pretending to be retarded is not enough you have to actually be retarded my friends because if we go to the next one we, we can see some some friends over in uh, left-wing media who are colleagues and comrades who came up with white supremacist origins of exercise now that's in time magazine that's real that's a human being that's not a chatbot i don't know how white supremacist origins of exercise yeah you can go look that up I'll okay, give you a minute I mean, if you want. I'm, I'm, I'm not BS, and this okay, is a real to, thing. To, to be fair, right before we moved away from subsistence farming or hunter gathering, <laughs> you got your exercise by function of not starving to death. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what he's basically saying is that white people then invented sufficient technology that you could feed yourself without having to run around all day. And in order to keep your body in shape, you therefore had to exercise. That's uh, far and more insane. Therefore, white and no, far worse, far okay. far worse. Okay. You see, the people who were living in the the nineteen hundreds, the you know nineteen ten. Yes. They were racist. What just by virtue of being alive and in the nineteen ten? No, no, no. They disliked black people because it was near nineteen ten. Yeah, but that was mainly the Democrats. Yeah. But so all, I mean, all of all of the uh, the civil rights stuff, uh, the, the the Jim Crow laws, that was all pushed by Democrats. Yeah, yeah. But the, the Ku Klux the, but these Klan. People... The first people, the, the first people the Ku Klux Klan went after. Well, we don't have to was, go over the Democrats' was, whole history. Yeah, though, so. was was, was, was um, uh, black people who tried to own guns and a Republican senator. The per- the first person the, the Ku Klux Klan was a Republican senator. In fact, the the se- the Democrats had a um, a Ku Klux Klan Grand Wizard as a senator uh, until two thousand and ten, Senator Byrd. Um, Barack Obama spoke at his uh, funeral and said he was, a, he was a lovely guy. So, so yes, uh, America does have a history of extreme racism and slavery from Democrats. And uh, some of those people wrote manuals on how to do push-ups. Yes. And in which case, I, I'm not even joking, they write in here, after doing the research into the, the origins of exercise culture in America, it was super interesting reading the reflections of fitness enthusiasts in the early 20th century. They said we should get rid of concerts and uh, they're an assault on women's form, and that women should be lifting weights and gaining strength. At first, you feel like this is so progressive. Yeah, it was. And then you keep reading, and then they are saying that white women should start building up their strength because we need more white babies. Disgusting. Can't believe they would write that in 1901. <laughs> so the one thing I do like that, that has emerged as a bit of a meme in the last few days on, on the distant right is that we should be um, using the left's own beauty standards. So if you see a uh, a, 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 um, a thirsty um, lefty woman who's fishing for compliments by maybe doing some random post or something. You, you look like you, a trans you, woman. You know the sort of thing that they do. You yeah, pass you, so well. Yeah. It's, it's like you look you look as good as Lizzo or you look as good as Doan Mulvaney or something like that. You know, just just use that. Because you, you get these lefty women, they're always fishing for compliments on uh, on Twitter. They 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 put a post like, "Oh, my dad just died. I'm so upset." Oh, and yeah. by the way, here's a picture of me and my tits. Just like the yeah. Mulvaney star face yes. emoji. Yes, we, we 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 need to lean into this. That's a good idea. Yes, but anyway, I, I imagine having more white babies in America would make it just that much less livable. 
So uh, that's why that person had to write this. And, that, and, and then you have to ask, is this real? Is, is this full retouching? Well, apparently so. This is the person in question. Right. Now, I have to ask you, is this a real person? I don't know if it's a real woman. Is it, is it a real? Is this a human being? That is a, quite a masculine jaw structure. It, it is. I didn't know. There's actually some images. If you go to media and scroll down, there's a couple of images of uh, the person in question, which um, yeah, my, I don't um, know. I don't know about that. But anyway. Point oh, being, is this real? I'm not sure. Is this real life? Yeah, I mean, I, I would avoid just on, just in case. Yeah, this one is real life, sadly. But you, you could, could mm. you really tell the difference, is my point. I mean, we'll check out the other articles from this uh, supposed human being, which I... With, with um, the, the, the T people, it's, it's, it's the wrists you want to look at, because they can get the, um, the, ad- the they can get the Adam's apple removed, but, but manly wrists. Fingers? You know what the fingers? No, I haven't heard that one. I don't know. I read it online. I don't know if it's true. But apparently your, your ring finger's bigger than your... Uh, what is right. that? That one? The poke finger? Right. I, I'm a biologist. Right, okay. <laughs> anyway, but this person here also wrote crap like this, which is uh, African-American studies course was a success in Florida. Really, was it? Was it now? Yeah. Does it really improve the world? Is that progress? Great. <laughs> it was probably a very um, retracted history. Speaking of that, though, we'll check out the actual professional full-time retards at CNN. Right. Our favourite, who have decided to uh, give us some travel advisory notices. Now, uh, if you were thinking of going to Afghanistan, uh, don't worry. There's some, some much worse places you can visit. Florida, if you're a black man or black woman. Okay. Because they'll hunt you down and tell you that African-American studies aren't real. And then leave, presumably. Pretty sure Ron DeSantis' <laughs> right-hand man is a black guy. Yeah. Anyway, but the NAACP is issuing an advisory travel notice saying that uh, Florida is openly hostile to African-Americans. Huh? Let's play this. Huh? It, it, I mean, is this real? <laughs> NAACP has issued a travel advisory for Florida, and it's urging the black community to avoid visiting or moving to the Sunshine State. According to the oh statement, God, the advisory comes in direct response to Republican Governor Ron DeSantis's quote, aggressive attempts to erase black history. And it calls Florida openly hostile toward African-Americans, people of color, and the LGBTQ individuals. CNN has reached out to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for comment, but did not receive a response. This is, this is a bit like the whole thing where they try to, you know, say that if you were a gay person, you flew to Florida, you'd be instantly arrested. Yeah. Or if you said gay in America, in, in Florida, you'd be arrested. But the thing is, is I, look, I look at it, I mean, obviously, this is, this is just like absolute fabrication. But presumably, CNN put this stuff out because a certain percentage of their population, maybe a very high percentage of population, actually believes this stuff. I don't know. Because to us, it's just a joke. But, I mean, presumably, um, Democrats actually just think this is real? I think, I think it's worse. I think they all know it's false and tell each other lies because that's the only way they can feel good. Yes. You know when you talk to them and they'll say, I'm a good effing person, that's why I believe in Black Lives Matter or some crap like that. Or I want to defund the police because yes. I'm a great person. Uh, it's just obviously like, you're just, yes. you're just actually like in some kind of cult where you, yes. you will tell each other lies and you know they're lies. Because mm. we'll check out the chairman of the NAACP who um, lives in the worst place on earth, <laughs> a place where he is hunted down every morning. As, as he leaves his house, he has to take a rifle just in case the clan can't. He's in Florida. He's in town. Yes. He's, yeah. There's, there's that. Just the, the guy issuing you travel advisors, don't go to Florida. It's hell on earth. What, 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 is, out of interest, what does the NAACP stand for? Because I know National, what CP stands for, but I, I'm not sure about the rest of it. Was it National Advancement and the last word I can never remember? 
was a national advancement and achievement of coloured people. Oh, right. So, oh. Something like that. And he lives in Florida. Yeah. Right. He's doing uh, more stuff in Florida. Okay. He's got several homes in Florida with all that money. Anyway, but we'll bend yeah, this off. Yeah, so this is somewhat undermining his point, to be honest. Yeah, but the question is, I mean, is this real life? Is this a chatbot? Is this just full retardation? They all blur into one, is my point. Yeah. I mean, it really is just actually unbearable to figure out what's well, real. Well, the CNN thing clearly wasn't, but I mean, but yeah, I take your point. What do you mean clearly? Well, I could make that. Oh, I, yeah, but, but, I could take some crappy music, some CNN footage, change the chirons in Photoshop. And oh, then use, I suppose. And then use a, a chatbot, you know, the one with the voice, yeah. to make that voice for you. Did, did that happen, or was it... Yeah, but this is what okay. I mean. Like, yeah, but that's the, but actually the, not that hard to even make. Yeah, but the yeah, okay, I see your point. The point is that we can't tell. Yeah, I mean, we really are at that level now. Yes, like that 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 article from the start, that author blew up hugely, and I I have no confidence that that is real. A hundred percent probably fake. But the thing is, it, it's not like Titania McGrath, where you've got an article published in the Guardian. It's like, haha, look, you're like an NPC. No, we really are living in the world where the fake and the real are the same goddamn thing constantly every day. Yes. And if these people actually sincerely believe this stuff, I don't believe them. I, I, th I think the modern day left are actually lying to each other whilst knowing the truth. Because there's no way you can live like this otherwise. How can you live in Florida and issue advisories not to visit Florida? Yes. As the head of the, an organization that's warning about it. Well, there's off for the last thing here. There's just some some fun. Because uh, we have Miami police who have released this. They've got a Black History Month cruiser. I mean, again, do you think any of these people involved really believe this um, is necessary? Uh, if you want to scroll down, the, the thing is comical, to say the least. Like, it's the kind of thing well, hang on, again, this, we would this, make for a piss This take. actually happened, though, didn't it? Yeah. Like, because, I mean, in, in this country, we in the UK, we get um, uh, pride flags put all over our, our police cars. Mm. They, they tend not to send them to jobs when they turn up at, um, at mosques. But for everybody else, they tend to get a, a police car yeah. with a pride flag on the side. Well, in Miami, you get a you get a cruiser turns out with the words Black History Month written on it, a bunch of fists, Pan-African colours, right, and the Ethiopian flag there, uh, and then on the back, a drawing of Africa, which we can't see in this frame. Right. Because um, I'm an American, so I miss Ethiopia, which is not where my ancestors are even from. That doesn't even make any kind of sense. Yeah. It's just complete garbage. But that's not the funniest thing. The funniest thing is they also have an autism cruiser, in Miami. Um, these are the folks who, who might hunt down black people, you may remember. And this person points out that not only could you get pulled over by the Black History Month cruiser, he might call for backup, and then the autism cruiser turns up. To <laughs> get... <laughs> I mean, can we, can we make that Actually, image? Actually, I, I would be way more afraid of the autis autism cruiser, because <laughs> even if I really covered my tracks... He just got really I'd, anxious I'd, and then teases yeah. you. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Even, even if I really covered my tracks and I committed the perfect crime... If you get you put enough autists on anything and they will solve it. I mean, I don't think it's that kind of autist. They're not allowed in the police force anymore. Oh, just the ones that. No, because if we make that bigger, right. I mean, I don't know if people would see. It. I mean, there really is sort of a clown aspect <laughs> to the design, for sure. Like the sunshine bus is what comes to mind for me. I I thought the whole thing with autism is that they didn't they weren't fond of random shapes and colours and. No, it should be organised instead. Yes. Nicely, as all things should be. Anyway, right. but that's not here or her. We'll just end this off with a uh, prediction for the future, which is... Um, you may remember AI Seinfeld. Did you see this? No, I missed that one. So we, we went over this. It's uh, Someone made a chatbot and then plugged it into another bot, which made up random situations for a version of Seinfeld, mm. in which it would bounce back between the comedy store and his apartment, and he'd have crappy chats with a bunch of other AIs. And it worked. Like, he live-streamed for a f few days. <coughs> Until the chatbot was transphobic, and then he shut it down <laughs> instantly. 
Um, yes. Was a fitting end. It, it it is funny that as soon as these AIs show any hint of baseness, I mean they're immediately murdered. Yeah, by so their creators. He was buried out back, and um, we yeah. ain't seen from him since. However, if there are any software engineers listening who who can do this sort of thing, because this is beyond me, I wonder if you could make an AICIN. Sorry, AICNN. That's what I want to see. Like I want to see a fake Some, somebody of... is definitely working on it. Because I, I'm telling you, Anthony isn't real. So that's that's all there. I'm persuaded. Like it's the easiest thing in the world. Like yeah. news update, and then it just reads out some garbage. Uh, that's what I want to see, and yeah. uh, that's the call to arms. If someone can fix that up, it would be the funniest thing in the world, and you would be everyone's friend. So there we are. If you're a, a lonely um, <laughs> software engineer and you want friends, that the route is not success. It's to make us AI chatbot for CNN to to make us all laugh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's my sales pitch. Let's go to the video comments. If you look at the past decade, movies dominate the cultural zeitgeist, but a lot of them are adaptations of books. It is important now more than ever to engage in what I would say is the root of culture, literature creation, or supporting those that can create. I'm doing my part in building the universe platform and soon hope to do more writing. What about you? Okay, sounds yeah. interesting. That's the word from our sponsors. Let's mm -hmm. get the next one. So people have asked what sort of breed Smila and her puppies are. She is a Samoa Spitz in the family of the Danish Spitz. They are actually uh -huh. recently bred to be similar to what we believe that the Vikings had when it comes to dogs. I gotta say though, though she's beautiful and have an amazing fur coat for colds, she is way too gentle and friendly to be what the Vikings had. She would be an awful god dog. But beautiful and family friendly. Lots of vacuuming though. I mean, look at this fur. So let's have a final look at her puppies. That's that's a good spritz. However, how you say that hmm. without getting too close to the word. That's how you about taser dogs. Oh god, that's that's cool. No 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 no, it's really cool. Right. So um one of the fellows I met, he was uh in Afghanistan, he he was telling me about He's trained with dogs. They were training a new dog to right. sniff for stuff. And so what's funny is um, all work kind of stops and all the men come out. Like, you know when someone's at the beach digging a hole and all the men join in or stare at it? Like, the dog comes out and everyone, all the security guys, everyone at the desk just comes out, oh, a dog. <laughs> everyone stares at it while it does its thing. And uh, he was telling me about some of the event stuff they did. And they, they now have dogs because <coughs> you can get the dog to not react to flashbangs or smoke or anything and train them just to go for the target. And of course, bites a, a limb, holds him down, yes. usually the leg. And uh, everyone, like the guy who's being muled and all his yes. friends are focused on the dog. You ignore the guys coming in who then shoot you all. Okay? Yeah, that makes sense. Pretty simple yes. stuff. Yes. Now, what if the dog, you know, is, is not that great or, you know, is, is, we can make it worse? Mm. So, what they came up with, some Dutch company has made a little, like, gum guard for dogs, except it's a taser. So when the dog bites you, not only do you okay. get all of the dog bite, yep. you also get your leg tased until the dog gets removed. <laughs> I'm liking this. I just think of yes. how much a super weapon dogs are. Yes. I mean, there's a reason they've always been man's best friend, even in combat, where you just you throw them in, no fear whatsoever, runs to the target, tases the f*** out of his leg until you turn up and even kill the guy or, or disassemble the dog from his leg. I, I think we need to see more of this. Uh, I, th that's the sort of content on YouTube I want to see. I mean, that really is just... Mm. That's progress. Yes. It's been nice while it lasted, but I'm running out of flower videos. I started these videos because at the time, Carl had mentioned how doomerish everything was feeling. 
but I'll be going back to reporting on California's insanity. However, I'll still be doing a Flower Friday section with my backlog of footage. I still encourage everyone to share their white pills too, be it nature, flowers, mecha robo armor, puppies, skill building, and more. We could all use it. Another word for sponsors there. Thank you. Big flower. Go next Ooh, one. Got I was interested in the reaction to Disney's new adaptation of Peter Pan by Hill vs. Babyface, The Critical Drinker, and others, but I was reminded that I had never read the original story. I resolved to fix that. The book is a glorious tale for children with fantasy, adventure, murder, and tragedy. Barry has no sympathy for any of his characters, and Peter is cast as a braggart and quite pathetic. What particularly intrigued me is Barry's writing of the Redskins. They are cast as competent, skillful, and dangerous, not to be trifled with at all. His summation of children as gay, innocent, and heartless is quite the most perspicacious description I have read. That's a word we don't use enough, perspicacious. What does it mean? I don't know, but I'm going to look it up and I'm going to use it in a <laughs> sentence very soon. Kind of annoying thing about Alex Ogle's video comments sometimes is it easy talks to me and I don't understand a bloody word he says. <laughs> like, but I'm, I'm going to learn. Sorry, my friend, I'm too simple. We're going to the video comments. Yep. R- video comments. Rikes, Raggy. <laughs> All right, so uh, Malicious Compliance says, Hi, guys. In the Rumble exclusive, you mentioned a statistic showing the impact of migration rates. On pay reduction of 2.6%. Uh, this, this, I'm not going to go over this because I'm not in the stream and uh, you just have to pass that on. To it's, quite, it's quite a long comment, but he gets into the stats on that one. Yeah. Uh, he goes down to here. He says, you should be expect the wage reduction of 20%. So there we are. That's, that's great right. news. Uh, Omar Awad says, iDubs has that. My wife takes a thousand cocks stare. Looks as broken as Will Smith. He knows it's degrading, humiliating, and emasculating, and that he's not going to do anything about it. His arguments are weak because he doesn't believe what he's saying. He speaks with conviction of a beaten dog. Mm. That is incredibly well put, Omar. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. That's accurate, to say the least. Sophie says uh, he got harried getting his own Meghan Markle. He got uh, deep depth, his own Amber Heard. He got Boris Johnson's dot, dot, dot. Okay, let's... Just leave that there. Rob Longshaw says younger iDubs would beat the F out of older iDubs and then do the right thing to save society and become unhero. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, 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 I'm just sk- scrolling through the comments. We, we, we got, I don't know how many of these we can actually read out. Um, You'll go for yours? Yeah, right then. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, base tape's good. He, he, he says, um, imagine, if you will, a group so oppressed they uh, film themselves committing serious crimes to brag on social media because they know nothing will ever happen. Uh, yes. I mean, actually, in this case, I think he, I think the police probably will arrest him now because it's got to the point where they kind of have to because it's the le- it's the least damaging thing for them at this point of view because they've been shown up so badly. Famous. So yeah, so so they arrest him and um, they they will they will do a tweet about it and then they let him go and uh, it will carry on. All right. Right. Getting back to your point about Tokyo mm. though and Japan, someone pointed out a picture the other day of how big Tokyo is and the you know biggest city on earth. Oh yeah. And, then, and put a point to me, and I just wanted to share it with you. Mm. Could you imagine how unlivable it would be compared to what it is now mm. if it was multicultural? Mm. If it had the demographics of London, but the size of Tokyo and the density. Yes. I mean, it kind of works because it's full of Japanese people. So it's just all very just, polite. Just not and interesting conflict. Yes. I mean, you've got the, that tribe of Koreans there who belong to Kim Il-sung. Yeah, I mean that's, well, that's, a, that's that's the thing. I mean, the, the Japanese are so um, homogeneous that um, they they they've got this special term for the Korean people who live there. And bear in mind, these Korean people they've been there for like five generations, and their kids 
only speak Japanese. They've lived their whole life. They they grew up in Japan. Their parents grew up in Japan, and they're still referred to by this this slur term, which is like foreign Korean, even though they're like basically entirely Japanese. They, the Japanese just don't have that sort of multicultural thing that we have. I didn't know about them. I was talking about the. Do you know about the the North Korean school in Japan? Uh, no. So basically, uh, uh, imperialism happens. Bunch of uh, Koreans go to Japan. Hmm. Bunch of them come back after the war ends. And then a bunch of them stayed and then declared allegiance to North Korea during the Korean War. And then ever since, the North Korean government has paid their money to obviously use them as a, a way to racket money out of the West into Korea. But it also means there's this, uh, there's this massive school in, J in Japan of Koreans who only speak Korean. And when they go to school, they dress up as little North Koreans and have Kim Il-sung statues and posters and stuff. I'll show you after. Yeah. yeah like, I want to see like that. It's like the one group in, in Tokyo that isn't integrated and it's it's for a very bad reason. <laughs> so, yeah. and even that's enough to cause like conflict. And it's it's like a few thousand people. That's it. Yeah. Japanese. Ima are, imagine uh, if you only had that as a problem. Yes, that'd be easy to deal with. Oh yeah, that yes, quite. Right, right another comment. Um, Kerry Melody says, "Re Dan bad mouthing the cop. He's being filmed as a white man interacting with a young black man. He has to be exceedingly polite. His career and livelihood is at stake. Literally a narco tyranny in action. Well, yeah." Fair point. I mean, that, I mean that is a fair point. He, he has to be extremely careful because you know that's where it is. He's all his training has told him that he has to be. Uh, Colin P says, "I guess um, no. I'm going to guess that this nasty little piece of work doesn't have a father frequent home. I would say that is a very high likelihood." Um, and uh, Mr. Silver says, "An individual who is clearly incompatible with a high trust society will push that society in becoming less and less nice and trusting." Live and let live as a standard dies when people like this can abuse it and the leaders permit it. Yeah, this is um. So I I did a um a contemplations recently with Josh, where I, Josh basically put the argument for libertarianism and my argument was no, it's not going to work because the the demographics of the West have moved too far for for um for liberalism to work and besides you know lefties need to be crushed. So I, I'm all for you know basically taking the reins of power and using them viciously. Um, but uh, yeah, check out that contemplations if you want to if you want to see that one. Um, Mr. M says absolutely disgusting behaviour. Yep, fair enough. Um, Baron von Warhawk says you know sooner or later this Mizzo chap will enter the wrong house and get buckshot to the gut, and then we have another George Floyd situation. Yeah, I mean he, he's basically doing the same thing as that Neely chap, isn't he? Because that that Neely fellow, I mean he um was what he, he nicked a kid, so I suppose it's slightly worse than nicking a dog. But um, it's, it? it's it's the same order of things, yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, you you do you do a couple from your one. Sure, I've sent you that link as well to the yeah Koreans because super weird, super mm. weird. So uh, Derek Power says, I thought I was reading us something like Black Power. <laughs> Derek Power. <laughs> no, maybe his middle name is Black. Yeah, National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. There we are. Right. Okay. Yeah, what's that? Well, I didn't, because yeah. I got it wrong. No. Arizona Desert Rat says, First, I tend to wake up early, therefore I'm a white supremacist. Second, Mexicans are also white supremacists, also because they tend to wake up early and start their work before sunrise. Yes. At least some of them do. Hmm. In it, in all of them. Oh, no, it's too hot to have siesta. Oh. Anyway, uh, D. Gadiz Nuts says, I don't wake up early because I'm a white supremacist. I wake up early because God decides I should live another day, and I'm going to make every soy boy's problem. Yeah. Uh, and that requires a cup of coffee and a fair amount of prep work before 6am. Well, enough. Good, good luck with that. Mm. I can't drink coffee in the morning. Really? No. Do you drink well, a lot of coffee? No, I, well, I get all my caffeine from, um, from Coke. 
<laughs> don't answer that. All right, anyway, we're out of time. So if you'd uh, like to go sniff some coke, um, have fun. No, no. And if you uh, don't want to sniff coke, uh, don't move to the city of London and work in finance, I guess. Um, Fair enough. You. All right, can't argue with that. <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. Oh, there's a hangout. Um, oh. There you are. Um, 3.30 UK time today, I presume, after this. So. Um, oh, it's about... Uh, you're not too busy sniffing coke. Go and check that out. It's, it's about our friend Mizzo. Yep. Carl's doing that one. Yeah, that'd be good. All right.